0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands podcast, hosted by Elliot Shure Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come.
1: I asked you before the pod for a stat, and you were going to tell me, but I wanted it live on air. I need the live reaction. Um, you know, how just how much better have they been with Melton on the court? Okay, so the five-man lineup, the start of the year
2: starting lineup, Embiid, right. Tucker, Harris, Maxie, Harden, is plus four point nine points per hundred possessions better than the opponent. So like that's five. about that's like middle of the pack. It's okay. like better. They're five points better than the other team, which is good. But in terms of like all lineups in the league, it's about 53rd percentile. All right. If you just and this is right around the same number of possessions. If you just swap Melton into Maxi's spot, they're beating teams by 23.3 <laughs> points per 100 possessions. Jesus. It's 94th percentile for every lineup in the league. Now, keep in mind, some of these lineups are like lineups that have played two possessions or two minutes or whatever together. And they're the 99th, percent, whatever. Wow. So for them to have played over 200 possessions together and they're that high up in the league, that the discrepancy is that large, it speaks a lot to how good they've been in general lately. And, you know, as much as we were saying, they've had these crunch time issues and blah, blah, blah. Like this five man group has been absolutely killer. And I do think there's something to the idea of like, DeAnthony is more along the lines of a PJ type player where they're, they're very different stylistically, but they're just defense first role players who are going to help cover up the weaknesses of the guys that they're playing next to. And I think DeAnthony covers up things for James in a way that Tyrese simply can't. And I know we talked about, you know, I'm, I'm not an advocate for starting DeAnthony over Tyrese because I, I do think well, That's well, well, ignoring the ceiling you need to hit.
1: Yeah. I mean, well, I was like, going to say why. I mean, the a, numbers. <laughs> the the numbers. numbers
2: say what they say, but ultimately right. the highest ceiling version of this team has Tyrese in the lineup. Like he's just a more dynamic offensive player by far than DeAnthony and certainly than PJ. And to me, if you want to get DeAnthony in the lineup and, and see something different, The card you pull is something that we've discussed already. It's sliding PJ out and trying this three guard thing and just saying, look, we can get by with a smaller group because De'Anthony is bigger than his height suggests. He's got a long wingspan. He's super active. You can see him going up over for boards against different guys that are much bigger than him. And that's what I would want to see. I don't think... Just because over 206 possessions, this group's been really good against bad teams or mostly bad teams or undermanned teams that you can all of a sudden say, yeah, Tyrese is the sixth man. They don't need him to be a starter anymore. But it is interesting. It's something that, you know, if you're looking at a macro roster construction thing, if a guy that's more of a defensive presence in the backcourt next to James makes that big of a difference over the long term, then you have to start thinking about okay, how do we adjust the the core structure of this team so that that is you know an all the time
1: thing rather than a sometimes thing so I, I have a, a lot of thoughts on that. Um, you said a lot there. what what I would start with is I think what that tells me, is you know you said they have a higher ceiling with Tyrese on the floor. He's a better offensive player. And both those things might be true because I think Tyrese Maxey does have a higher ceiling in some ways than the Anthony Melton. Obviously, he's an insane three-point shooter. He's way quicker, all those things. I do wonder if this goes back to what we were talking about with the two different windows. There's the Joel and Harden window and there's the Maxey window because Maxey as much as I value him, I do, I do think he is incredibly high floor before this season started. I told some of my friends, I thought by the end of the year, he's the guy that I would want to have the ball in crunch time in the playoffs. So this is not really an anti maxi take, but sometimes I look at Maxie and I wonder if his best role is as a six man, as a change of pace guy that can come in. That is just an explosive option off the bench that gets the change. You know, obviously comes in, like I said, change the pace. Whereas Melton, might just be a better fit for Joel and Harden at this point. You mentioned the defense next to Harden. I think that helps Maxi. not a great defender, undersized at this point. So it's a tough balance for the team because you're right. I would not bring Maxie off the bench. He just, he's one of their best three players, or at least three most important players, if you want to phrase it that way. And I don't think you can bring your third most important player off the bench. I mean, really only Miami, I guess, does that with Tyler Hero. But even he you know, starts occasionally. But... I just don't know if you can actually bring Maxi off the bench. It, even though these numbers are extremely compelling, so would you then bench Tucker and put Maxi in there, or or what would what would be your solution? Because those numbers can't be ignored. I know they're playing better, they're playing worse teams, and they're playing better overall as a team. But plus twenty three to plus five is you know that's not two or three points. That's like five times as good.
2: So to me, I think one of the easy things to do is you could just say. DeAnthony's your first guy off the bench. Tyrese gets the quick hook and then you just you can get some natural minutes that way with that group, right? And you know, one of the things that I could I could use as a counter argument against starting DeAnthony in that spot is that if Tyrese is in DeAnthony's spot against Toronto and he gets all those open threes that DeAnthony got on Monday night, he's not going 0 for 7 or that's whatever. Aaron, Melton that's and that helps build a lead. Like just because DeAnthony is better at things that are more complementary on defense to James and the rest of that lineup, does not mean that the best version of the team is just like, all right, how do you, how do you find the best complementary pieces? It, it might just be Tyrese has the highest ceiling. He's got the, the explosiveness that DeAnthony and PJ and you know other role players do not have. And maybe you just get the best possible offensive team and offense is how you're going to win a title. Like a a team with James Harden is probably not going to win a title by being an absolutely elite defense. You might be very good. And Maxi, Right. You might be very good just because Joel Embiid's on the team. I do think PJ and Tobias are good, you know, playoff type defenders, at least passable in Tobias's case. He kind of swings back and forth depending on the game. But As long as James is one of your foundational pieces, I don't believe you're going to be like a Detroit Pistons in 2004 type team. You are not going to win by just stopping the other team. You are going to have to score. And Tyrese just gives you more options to score on every single play in a variety of different ways. And so that, to me, is what you need to facilitate. You need to hit the absolute apex on offense for this team you can't worry so much you do have to worry about defense like defense matters I I bang that drum all the time with prospects and players and free agents and whatever but for this team if you're looking at it from a, a neutral perspective I just don't think you can say like that's their ticket to winning a finals is it has to be on offense it's a Tyrese is your path to getting there
1: I mean, you're preaching to the choir. I could care less about defense. So, the, you know, I'm I'm down to just go complete bucket boy lineup all the way to the finals, take a bunch of threes, let Tyrese and Mel- Melton throw it up. Like, I am all in on a three-guard lineup. I just I just think it's interesting that they've been so, so much better without him on the court, and maybe it's just a better complimentary piece. Now, how much longer do you think Tyrese is going to be out? I think the last time we talked about it, Doc had said to some version, to paraphrase, maybe another two weeks or something like that, How how long do you think till he's back at this point? Any updates on that?
2: Well, we haven't gotten any official updates. The team has been pretty mum on it. I think the closest we've come to a real update is uh, the goat uh, Woj saying on TV that the belief is he's still going to be back for Christmas. Now, I have not heard anything. I mean, Christmas is in five days. Right. I have not heard any sort of specific timeline or return date or any of that. And we've really seen no on-court work to suggest that, you know, this is an imminent return. But at the same time, all these games where it's every other day and they're not practicing, Tyrese could very well be in the gym today We're not seeing it. And all of a sudden, he gets a couple days in a row together and gets one practice in and he's ready to go. So I wish I had a better answer and a firm timeline for him. I would hope that he's back within the next week, week and a half or so, but uh, who knows? I thought he was going to be back already. Yeah.
1: Well, it'll be interesting to see how it works when he does come back.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?